Hey Andy, Nim's here. Thanks for tuning into the Hey Andy's podcast by Burma and Jen. If you're hearing this, you're currently not tuned into our subscriber feed and will only hear a portion of the episode. To subscribe, head over to brymerandjohn.com or click the link in the podcast description for more information. I look forward to welcoming you to our community where you'll find full episodes and other exclusive content. Honestly, man, it's lit. <laughs> Enjoy the episode. Hello, hello, hello. <laughs> Hi, hello, assalamualaikum. Someone said cowboy today and I was just like, oh, well, not today, at some point. I was like, oh, okay. Let me expand my introduction, you know, to be bilingual or trilingual. Um, but I'm not a beg. <laughs> I can't speak Yoruba that well anymore, so we'll leave it out for now. But hello, how are you? How are you doing? How's your week been? Um, let me tell you what you're doing. You're listening to the Hey Andy's podcast. It's me, Nems. I'm the host. Hey, brought to you by Brimer and John. Hey, you know us multi-talented superheroes doing so many things. We're more than one thing. We're not just one thing. <laughs> So we're Andes, we're people who are this and that, and that, and that, and that, and do this and that, and sometimes do this, and, you know, I feel like this week I've really, really all, when I say this week, in the past few weeks, I've really demonstrated my Andiness for everybody, because I'm just like, do you know what, at this point, if I want to do something, let me do it. So I started sharing my cooking. Those who know me know I like to cook anyways. Those who don't know me might find this to be new information but I'm very sure sorry I had to spit out my gum I really tried to force the gum thing it wasn't working but I'm very sure those who um know me in person have met me have come into my life know that food is that's my thing that's my acts of service I when it comes to anything if anything's going on in your life I will bring you food I will cook I will bring you food I I share joy through food I enjoy food so this week I kind of just was like do you know what guys here's what I've been doing through lockdown and I just thought I'm gonna stop sharing it I've been doing fusion plantain recipes I've been experimenting and seeing where I can put plantain and I've actually been doing quite a lot before plantain I was doing it with pineapples my friends on the Mintook pod we spoke about it a lot there they will know the episodes will be coming out soon inshallah <laughs> most likely after this episode but we have throughout lockdown been recording Mintook pod episodes and just not putting them out and it's just been fantastic like we've just really been enjoying our each other's company and so now we have like a backlog of episodes way overdue and now we're mad at ourselves because we now need to sit down edit and put them out because we got so comfortable with just chatting um so they definitely have to get edited but that's a side project let's get into this this why we're here why you are listening to me why yeah i'm gonna try cut down the waffle right so kicking things off today's the episode where i talk about my strategy yeah I've been really looking forward to this episode and I was under the impression that I had written down my strategy 
properly in one place. And so I've spent last week looking for my strategy going, where's that dock? We're overthinking it. I need to discover, okay, this dock only has half. Another dock has another half. My notes, I have like random pieces of paper open where I've just been writing random notes. My phone has notes in different places. And I actually have not taken my own advice and compiled it all into one place. So I spent this week putting my strategy doc into one place and really allowed me to kind of um, see where things were missing, see where things, because I've just been kind of going through things one at a time. If you know me, I talk about priority lists. I've, I keep putting everything on my to-do into priority lists because I'm so aware of all the things I need to do. I'm like, before I even start thinking about strategy, there are so many things that I need to put in place. I need to have my website doing this. I need to have this feature. I need to have this function running. I need to test. I need to make sure all of this is working, blah, 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 and the rest. And then I'm gonna start thinking about marketing strategy, how to get it out there, but I'm not even there yet. So my strategy has been something that I've just been writing down as I go, figuring things out. It's definitely informed me in terms of the decisions that I have been making. So why I have done certain things, it's been quite a few of it has been written down and quite a few quite parts of it have I said has I, as I have said earlier. We can get wow West <laughs> as I have said earlier is um handwritten part of it so my notes it's been something that I've been carrying around with me mentally I'm very much aware of what I'm doing and as I've been reading learning growing expanding it's just been getting more and more fine-tuned so here we are today to discuss it right so first of all ah before we go into the strategy there's something I really want to speak about and I really 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 have to get this off my chest I just have to um, so I've, we started off beta testing, which is something that I'll probably expand on a little bit later, inshallah, hopefully. Um, I hope I remember I should write a note, but I won't. Um, so I've started beta testing my website. The reason I'm beta testing my website, quick bit of insight, is because um, I built it myself, no code. And I want to make sure that the features work, buttons work, links aren't broken, things do th things work the way they're supposed to, people read and comprehend things the way I want them to read and comprehend things. So there's so many things I've been learning by having users actually using the website on a daily basis and then seeing how they respond to certain prompts, things like that, before I can actually promote it to the whole world. So it's not like it's a dead website. You can actually go at com, have a look at it. I'm not mad. But before I actually go, like, you know cray cray on the um, promotion and marketing I want to make sure that this is something that is easily navigatable without me having to hold your hand through it or without extra support from me because then I won't have the time so I want my website to do what I want my website to do so I'm having people test it right so why did I start telling you about beta testing damn right okay so in exchange for beta testing and helping me really thoroughly explore my website I am also trading my services i'm like okay you guys help me do this because this, it's a very tall ask i'm actually asking you to be on my website every single day so it's a very it's a lot it's a lot um you guys do this you guys play around with it and obviously and i will i will give you everything i will give you my whole entire full package back to back for six weeks so in exchange um for you being present going through responding tagging liking sharing doing all the things that i would want to happen in an ideal world um, in exchange for you being my ideal audience, I will also be your ideal strategist. I will give you the best package. And so we've started our consultation sessions with my beta testers. And so, trying to think about how I want to word this without 
coming for people's necks. I really, really don't want to come for people's necks, but I want you guys to be shaking in your boots because I'm like, I'm speaking to you guys. You guys know who you are. I'm speaking to you. But I'm also speaking to you who don't know who you are, but you're going to listen to this and recognize that it's you too. I'm speaking to you. You may not have spoken to me yet. You may not have booked a session. I may not have asked you these questions directly, but your answer is most likely similar to these lots of answers. And I want this to hit you in your chest. I want it to be like, oh my God, that is me. I have a problem and it needs to get fixed like right now. So one of the first questions we ask in a session is where are you going? <laughs> Everything you're doing, where are you going? And I think I've spoken about this in various forms previously, but what I really, really get upset like as if you've personally offended me when I ask someone where they're going and they respond with kind of like, I don't know, I haven't figured it out or I've never thought about it like this before or, you know, whatever. I, I get personally offended when you have a vague answer because, because I'm dramatic, okay? <laughs> because I am so dramatic, because I'm a Yoruba woman, I'm a Yoruba woman and we are just dramatic. But also just because it's like, how am I supposed to help you if you don't know where you're going? It's like telling me you are lost. And I say to you, okay, where do you need to go? Let me put the postcode in my sat-nav. Let me put the address in my sat-nav, in my GPS. And you're like, you don't know. You just, you know, have a bit of a vague idea. It's in London somewhere. It could be Oxford Street. Could be Stratford. You kind, you, you don't know. So it's just in that ballpark. No, you need the postcode. I need to know where you're going to be able to help you. And that's kind of why I get, I shouldn't say offended. I just kind of, I'm, I'm, I don't want to say offended because it's not, it's, it's, it's not offensive. It's not, it's not my personal problem. So it's not, it's not offensive. It's just like, you know, it's like a, you know, deep spiritual sigh, I should say. It's like a, and it's not your fault. It's not anyone's fault that that is their response. It's just kind of like, it just dawns upon me. It's dawned upon me a lot more recently to the fact that a lot of us are just walking blindly. Like, not knowing where you're going is problem number one. You really need to know where you're going. And not knowing where you're going in detail is problem number 1.1. It's like, okay, fair enough, you know that you're going somewhere in London, but not having the exact coordinates of where you're going, is, it, 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 it unravels everything. And it's obviously my job to help you figure it out. So I'm happy, I'm very, very happy to do that. But one of the things that really saddened me this week, that I've just kind of been thinking about a lot, is the fact that I feel personally um, that black Muslim women in particular, I should say, don't dream big enough. So when I eventually peel all the layers and I'm like okay cool where are we going and someone's like to me okay cool the postcode's SW12 boom SW12 that's where we're going put that in the sat nav what do you expect to see when you get to SW12 what's there waiting for you what are you working towards what's the vision what are you seeing um maybe a house maybe a bus stop, uh, maybe an office building, maybe some people, I don't, I don't know, never really thought about it like that. Okay, so part two to where you're going is what do you expect to see? Where, when you land, what's waiting for you? 
And that is the dreaming aspect. It's great to have a destination, but I also feel like there has to be a visual element. What are you seeing when you're getting there? Because that's what excites you in the morning. That's what motivates you. That's what keeps you going when the days are hard. That vision, that image in the back of your mind. It could be the life that you're trying to build for your family. It could be you waking up, coffee at hand, devil's wear Prada, Devil's Wears Prada, you know, in the flyest of garments, clickety-clackety, clickety, you're not even taking the underground because you've got a chauffeur driving you to work. So you just, you don't even wait. You go downstairs and they pull up the car, open the door, you slide in. I don't know if you've watched K-dramas, but you lot need to watch K-dramas and look at how Chabos live because that's that's what I'm envisioning right now. I'm envisioning you getting pulled up to your office and everybody lining up outside to let you in and they all scrambling to, you know, fix their suit and tie and as soon as they open the door, as soon as your driver opens the door, you step out and everyone's like, and they say your home name. <laughs> Please don't butcher me, Koreans. But basically, that's your vision. That's what you're seeing. And then you're walking into your skyscraper building and blah, 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 and this, this, that. And, you know, you've got flowers delivered to your office every day. So you've got flesh flowers. This is the life that you've envisioned. This is what you're seeing. So when you're saying this is where my business is going, that's very different from that picture I just painted is very different from if I said my business is going to be a small little boutique at the corner of... um, um, uh, on on one of the corners of like I don't know Chel- and in Chelsea, which is like a posh area of London, um, it's going to be a small boutique. Um, it's going to be a bit like a gallery. It's minimal, minimal. Not going to be many products, you know, available to view. You literally just come in. You have a cuppa. You have um, luxury um, tea and biscuits and side dishes or whatever served and it's one person at a time one client at a time and I give you my best custom service when you come in and that's the experience that you're going to have those are two very different visions but they can both be defined as a successful business so when I'm asking someone what do you want your business to be in the future you're like I want it to be a successful business I want to you know have employees I want to um you know be able to um look after my family both these images that i have just described do that neither of them cannot you can't say one is successful and the other isn't they they both sound um for all intents and purposes successful from the description i've made you know you've got employees in one you've got a posh little boutique in the richest part of you know london in another you've got a skyscraper you've got people rolled up to line up and open the door and say hello you get fresh flowers every day you, your head office is your office is in the penthouse both of them can be described as successful businesses. Both of them have different strategies. Both of them have different objectives. They also have different methods or paths to achieving both of, you know, both brands. So having a very clear vision allows you to kind of, allows you to not even kind of, it allows you to navigate the right way. So when you're talking to me, you're saying, this is what I want to do. This is where I want to be. This is what it looks like. This is what I'm trying to achieve. When you paint that picture for both yourself and me, we both know where you're going and what it looks like and what you expect to see there. So we we can start now working backwards to think, what things do we need to have in place? So for the luxury business that um, is in Chelsea, we're going to call that bits and bobs. 
no, Bitse and Bobze, because that sounds very, you know, bougie. So Bitse and Bobze in, <laughs> I'm so dumb, <laughs> alhamdulillah. Bitse and Bobze in Chelsea, you know, boutique magazine, one client, per, one client at a time, you have to book in advance. Membership only, there's a long waiting list. That's kind of business. Um, might need you to start differentiating yourself early, creating exclusive membership-only packages from early because you need to put that reputation in place because that's a reputational-based industry now. Like, who you know, what they think of you, what they believe your brand is very important to be able to... You need to leverage your brand to achieve that kind of business quality service. You may not need to do that to have the skyscraper for the skyscraper we might just need to focus on um financial like earning enough money to buy a skyscraper that might just be a completely different so we might say okay you need to do anything and then you, you can do anything and become a loan shark sell body parts do whatever you want to do fam if that's the goal i'm not saying do whatever you want to do but i'm giving you two very extreme um extreme examples here so don't come and shoot me please I do not condone criminal activities. I'm just saying, particularly because I just finished reading a Yakuza magazine. So I'm very much in that lone shark mentality and gangster life thing. Um, not magazine, manga. Um, right. The method to achieve both of these visions is different. And it's not even from my standpoint that you need to have a clear... Um, it's not even from my... For myself, it's not, it's not doing me any favours. It's not... Um, you get what I'm trying to say. It's not for me that you need to have such clear visions. It's for yourself because, like I said, it motivates you, gets you going in the morning, and it really just makes it very clear. When you know where you're going, what you're looking for, there's, it's very different going somewhere. Like, if I was going to my friend's house for the first time and all I had is the postcode, the confidence in going there is not the same as when I'm going to my friend's house that I've been going for I don't know how many years, and I know how their house looks like. I know their door. I know, even if I don't know their door number, I don't know the street name, even if I don't even know the postcode, the fact is, I know what it looks like. So my confidence, I know I can direct someone, go down this street, go down that street, go here, go there, blah, 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 because I know what it looks like. But when I know only the postcode, then I have to rely on the systems in place to get me to where I'm going, which is why you need to know both the postcode of where you are going and what it looks like. These are so important. So when I ask you if you ever come to me and have a vision um, for a session and I say, what is your vision? What does it look like? Where are you going? Paint me a picture. We need to both be able to see where you're going. Paint that picture so clear that I can build a 3D model of it. That's how clear I want it to be. Because the confidence of, of how you move, how you walk, the belief, the self-belief, the motivation, the ambition is completely different when you have an image in mind that you're walking towards, not a rough outline which is what the postcode is so get yourself a postcode in that where you go in and then what does it look like boom the other reason i brought up this topic which i don't think i've spoken about i, I just you know lightly mentioned when i said i was offended i wasn't really offended which i've already clarified but it was because um i think i said this but if not i'll repeat it again i don't believe black muslim women dream big enough and the reason i don't believe black muslim women dream big enough was because in our discussions both women that i consulted on um 
that day, that I consulted with that day, both of them, I said the same thing. I said, you're pinning your end goal to people who are very clearly either in the beginning or the middle of theirs. Like, I get that they are successful. I get that, not even successful, I shouldn't even use that word. They have some success. I get that they have a following. I get that they have, you know, defined their brand to some level. But are they at the pinnacle of their industry? Have they finished? If you said to them, if you were to ask that person that you've referenced to me as your end goal, that you want to be like so, so, and so, so, if you ask that person, are you at the beginning or the end of your journey? They're going to tell you that they're at the beginning. So why have you pinned your end goal to someone else's beginning? And that really, really, really hurt my feelings. It hurt my feelings in that, I should say, it upset me. Like, I felt so sad. Um, I don't want to say for them, because it wasn't a pity thing. It was just for the, for the, rea the that re realisation or that reality that people actually aren't, and they're not the first. I think it was just the moment for me that the penny dropped because it was back-to-back. -back. Normally when I have sessions, they aren't back-to-back -back like that. So it's always kind of, you know, that's ended. Let me check the notes for the next person, starting again, continuing from where we left off. But this one, it was just kind of that we had the same... I had the same conversation twice back-to-back -back, and then I started thinking about it and I was like, it's true. Every time I have this conversation, these are the people that you lot mention. And I... I not to be big-headed, I don't check for none of these people when I'm thinking about my end goal. I never check for none of these people because I'm just kind of like, I ain't trying to do what you're doing. I'm trying to go further than what you're doing. What you're doing is interesting, but you're just starting out. Like, I'm not even... I'm not even trying to be egotistical, big-headed, vain, arrogant, any of those things that can, you know, kind of be just defined as a, a mustard seed of pride. I'm not trying to be any of those things. And so when I'm talking to you... Um, you guys and I'm having sessions with you guys and you're not dreaming that big and this isn't even saying dreaming that big you have to achieve it it's just like to even get to a decent landing you have to be looking to go far if you're not looking if your if your end goal is someone else's starting point you're not even if you land or even if you hop skip and jump you're you're landing at mediocre like, that's just, that's just what my belief is, that you're literally landing at mediocre because that person is going to soar and fly from the point that they are looking, that you are looking at them now, that they're at their beginning. By the time they even get to where they're going, they are going to keep on achieving, 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 achieving. But you're looking at their beginning as your end goal. So when I say, what does you in 10 years' time look like? Oh, I look like XYZ influencer. Why? Why? Right? So I'm not I'm not saying this to be hating or to be mean or to be rude or disrespectful to anybody. I'm not saying this to come off as um I don't know all the things that you can think of that I'm trying to come off as. I'm not. I'm literally just saying dream big. Dream big. Whatever your dream is right now, dream bigger. If there's one thing you have control over in this life, it is your thoughts, it is your mind, it is what's going up in your what's going on in your head. So do not go for the mediocre, do not go for the basic. If there's something that a hundred people can do, leave it for the hundred people and you try to do that thing that only one person can do. You shoot your shot as far as your eyes can see. You shoot it to space and back. That's how far you shoot your shot because if you're gonna do this and you're gonna start and you're gonna strive 
I'm not even saying you need to meet that short, but I'm saying to at least meet what you're what you're trying to meet, shoot it wide. Because I believe I believe anyways in in, in I don't know if this is a rule, but I kind of have this thing subconsciously where I kind of apply 10% to everything where I'm like, whatever outcome you strive for, only 10% will come into fruition. That's just something that I just kind of believe. So like, if you think, if you're trying to do something and you invite 100 people, let's say like, with the basic of basic, I'm not saying like knocking on the door and doing the work, doing the work, but I'm like, maybe 10% will be a guaranteed easy yes. Everything else is like work, 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 basically. So that's the mindset which I approach things where I'm like, whatever you're starting with or whatever you're aiming for, 10% is what's going to come into fruition, in my opinion. Um, no facts, no stats, no maths. This is just straight you know, mindset and chess. <laughs> this is God and gut. But 10% is going to come into fruition. So if 10% is going to come into fruition, whatever you're aiming for to at least be satisfied with that 10%, go hard. Go hard. Because there's going to be on this journey that you're doing of being a successful business owner, being a successful Andy, having your multiple multiples be banging, your projects, your side hustles, everything that you're trying to do for success, on the journey, you're going to face so much failures, so much difficulty, so much struggle, because if it was easy, everybody would be doing it. You're going to face all of these barriers that you're going to have to overcome. So whatever's on the other side, first of all, has to definitely be worth it. And two, for you to even be satisfied with whatever's on the other side, you need to go big. Because there's really, I'm telling you, there's no point stressing to only go and land where XYZ influencer has long left. Can you imagine? What, what can you, my friend, please go and focus on something else. Go and get a day job, start your day and do everything. Save your pennies, have a lovely retirement and live life, JJ, because stressing to end at the start point of somebody else is not uh, worth, there's no cost benefits to that one. There's, there's no point, there's not a worthy stress. So we spent half an hour on that. I did actually want to go into, because I put, I actually was like, <laughs> Let me get some, you know, other people's opinions. So I actually Googled why you should dream big. And there was articles. There's a Forbes article on it, fam. Everyone is telling you to go dream bigger. Um, also, not to play the race, sex or race gender card, but you know, yeah, you are already disadvantaged. You are already disadvantaged. So don't disadvantage yourself in your dreams as well. You know, Martin Luther King said dream. He said, I have a dream. And he dreamt. And look what his dream did. <laughs> right. So let me quickly fire through these um these reasons that other people have put together. First one, because there's less competition, and that's so true. There are far fewer applications for the huge life-changing roles, slash contracts and grants, and there are for the smaller ones. It's true. When something has um, when something is easy, everybody's jumping on it. That's why as soon as as soon as something looks easy, you'll see everybody jump on it. And then that market is saturated. The hard things, yeah, the things that need blood, sweat, tears, and fire, you'll see less and less people fighting for that. So, you know, makes more sense strategically. Jump into that. Um, because falling short would just would um falling just short will still be great. That's exactly what I was saying. So even if you do not succeed, even if you don't get there, 
your failure will still be sweet. Can you imagine? I'm telling you, who doesn't want sweet failure? Right, because you could reach so many more people. Um, if you truly believe you're onto something amazing that your products or service or invention can genuinely save lives or make people happy or solve a problem, go big with your plans. I 100% agree with this one as well. One of the reasons why I am doing what I'm doing when I could just keep it, you know, exclusive to brands only and spend my days pitching and spend my days entering rooms and but I'm like let me do a podcast let me share everything let me you know because a podcast anybody can listen to a podcast the community anybody can read there are aspects I don't know if you guys have noticed but we'll discuss it in my strategy there are aspects of my community that's available to read to everybody I'm not charging for people it's not behind the paywall my podcast has sections that is is um available to listen to to everybody it is part of my strategy but it's also because first of all I don't want to there's this thing that my brother and I was discussing which was um there was that there are people on LinkedIn that will claim to help you get a job but they'll want to charge you 300 pounds before you can get a job I don't want to price people out and I don't want to not reach the right people and I don't want to exclude people because I've made it difficult for them to benefit and I also want people to be able to see that they can benefit before they decide to either part with any of the If you'd like to keep listening to this podcast, you'll need to subscribe at brimerandjohn.com. You'll get access to all full-length episodes of the podcast, including other perks and content such as access to the Brimer and John community, where you'll find a network of like-minded people working together to build and grow. You'll also get access to webinars, live streams, AMAs, and benefit from tailored business advice and insights from industry experts. Join us! No, honestly, come join us. It's lit. It's really, really lit. I'm going to keep telling you it's lit till you join. It's lit.